Deep into the earth I go. Deep into the earth I know. Deep into the earth I go. Deep into the earth I know. Hold my hand, sister. Hold my hand. Hold my hand, sister. Hold my hand. Deep into the earth I go. Deep into the earth I know. Deep into the earth I go. Deep into the earth I know. Hold my hand, sister. Hold my hand. Hold my hand, sister. Hold my hand. Hello and welcome to the Womb Centered Healing Podcast. I'm Salma Morningstar. And in the Womb Centered Healing Temple, we have a couple of wonderful groups in which we have ongoing conversations uh, between womb centered healing practitioners around various topics. And today's topic is in response to one of the temple members um, who was asking about womb alchemy in relationships, how our wombs, our womb power in an awakened womb process or awakening womb process is activated in sexual relationship with a partner and in 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 our relationship um, practices and behaviors in day-to-day life uh, not only when we're having sexual intercourse or sexual activity but also in our daily lives together, in our relationships and all the different aspects of relationship. And so I thought I would share today in the podcast about my experiences with that and invite the conversation. So um, you can send me a message if you're listening to this um, in whatever platform that you're listening, you can send me a message through that platform. I know YouTube has comments you can comment below if you have experience of this that you would like to share um, if you're listening on anchor you can send me a message through anchor about this and i can use your message in a subsequent podcast if you give me permission to do so um, you can also uh, join one of our one of the temple groups either on facebook the womb centered healing temple group and we'll be discussing it there um, you can also join the Womb Centered Healing Temple group on Mighty Networks, which is an alternative to Facebook that doesn't have some of the drawbacks on Facebook that many of the Womb Temple members have run into, like censorship and insufficient privacy measures and things like that. So if you want to try out an alternate um, platform that's not 
owned by a big corporation like Facebook, try out Mighty Networks and look for us at, at the womb-centered healing temple portion up in the Mighty Networks website community. So the topic for today is womb alchemy in relationships. And there are a number of aspects of this that I want to share about. Um, one that I'm particularly involved in right now is ancestral healing. So our wombs carry ancestral experiences and wisdom from back through the generations and also carry that forward through our descendants to our descendants whether we have babies or not that feels like there's a, a womb transmission that goes forward through the generations in as and as we become more awakened to our womb power uh, that becomes more the case that there is this transmission from the past to us and into the future and so i like to describe it as an energetic umbilical cord that travels back through the generations to my mother my grandmother my great-grandmother my great-great-grandmother and on and on and on and forward uh, now i haven't had any children and don't plan to but i feel that that energetic umbilical cord goes forward to the collective descendants through through my work through my creative endeavors that are like my children um, so that passes forward as well as i've activated my womb alchemy to transmit through that energetic umbilical cord these ideas creations recreations uh, rememberings of our womb wisdom and everything that i create and give of myself really comes through the womb the visions that i'm in service to in my work and in my life are being created through my womb power in the world and transmitted to future generations so this is part of womb alchemy in relationship because when we come together in sacred union in our sexuality particularly as women in our wombs we receive the energy of the people that we are sexually engaged with so in whatever kind of sexual union we may be having those of us who have physical uteruses and wombs and and those of us even if we don't have physical uteruses uh, if we don't have a physical uterus we can still activate that womb power within us and receive during sexual union with a partner that we're in relationship with we connect with that energy that ancestral energy and that connection can be consciously made and engaged with in our womb alchemy 
So this can happen whether it's a heterosexual relationship or another configuration uh, between whatever genders are relating sexually with each other as if we are, and it, it can happen unconsciously. And that's part of the bond of sexual relationships that it can become troublesome to people if, you know, if they've been having sexual relations with different people and aren't aware of this ancestral bond that's created uh, through our sexuality, or maybe they're aware of it, but aren't paying attention to it, that can be troublesome. And it can be part of why when people move on from a relationship, that there may be residue from that prior relationship and maybe making it difficult to move on. Or when people are repeating similar um, undesirable relationship patterns, that can be part of, well, unconscious personal ancestral patterns, but it could be tangled up with past relationship patterns where that ancestral bond was created, but was not um, completed or uh, released. And that bond may still be there and uh, intertangling with any future relationships that the person might be wanting to create or to have or to nourish. And so having an awareness and a consciousness of this ancestral bond feels quite important for having clear, healthy sexual relationships, sacred union relationships. And so when we consciously engage with that, then we can support each other in our ancestral healing process. And so what that looks like at a very basic level is simply the awareness that each of us is the answer to our ancestors' prayers. So any suffering that took place in our ancestral lineage, there were likely prayers that went on, pleadings with the universe in whatever form that took during that time of suffering. And that got passed down through our cellular memory along with the ancestral suffering that took place, as well as any wisdom that arose out of that suffering, coping mechanisms, perhaps um, wise or unwise, however they may be, um, as well as actually wise uh, ways and strengths that were developed to get through whatever suffering took place. And so we all inherit all of those aspects of our ancestry in our cellular memory and particularly in our womb space 
because that is where that cellular memory is designed to be passed on, to be shared, to come into union with that of another being. And so even if we're not uh, making a baby in our sexual union, we are exchanging lots of other energies um, and that and that ancestral umbilical cord is coming together and there's uh, alchemy that occurs especially in sexual unions that are not focused on creating a baby and so when we consciously engage with that we can activate healing intentions in our sexual union especially around this ancestral inheritance that we all have and anything else anything from this lifetime which i actually consider to be ancestral inheritance too we're all our own ancestors um, our younger selves our antecedents to who we are now and so that moment of sexual union, those moments of sexual union and sexual exploration, and the pleasure that we cultivate in our lives with that, and the activation of our womb spaces, it can be a potent healing process for that when we consciously engage with intention, healing intentions and creative intentions and we can do that together if both partners are interested in doing that we can do that in lots of different ways so for example uh, with my partner and myself we have done explored doing that in many different ways sometimes speaking out loud conscious intentions sometimes simply coming together for for our own um, comfort and healing and just coming together in our union that that is the overarching intention of our union of coming together to be comfort and healing resource for each other and having that be the case in every aspect of our lives that that is our overarching intention that we're that we're providing comfort and wisdom and support for each other in every aspect of our lives and when uh, the um, suffering from our past or our ancestry becomes something that needs our attention because we may be struggling with recurring behavioral patterns or energetic patterns, emotional patterns that continue to cause us suffering, then that activated womb alchemy that is in our sexual union and in our sacred union, our life union, that helps to both bring those issues up sometimes quite large and loud and also helps bring the medicine the wisdom from our ancestry the wisdom that we're developing as we develop as as humans and 
and our spiritual wisdom as we develop our practices all comes together as we meet that those moments that need healing together so there can be various doorways into that and the sexual union is is part of that and participates in that and that um, womb space activation it's all part of the same process and i call it the cauldron of relationship so relationship itself is like a womb that that births um, that rebirths and rebirths itself. And so the relationship itself is something that we create together and the quality of the relationship is something that we create together. And we bring all of our ancestral uh, content and then it transforms in that cauldron. So that's one form of the, of the alchemy or, uh, that's sort of an overarching view of the womb alchemy in relationship. And there's various ways that, that, that this alchemy comes about and takes place. And one of the ways that I work with is a very deeply feminine womb-centered way of being in relationship and alchemizing the energetics between my partner and I, which is to plant deep-seated intentions in my womb space and simply let that be there in the darkness and the mystery of the timing and the rhythms of the womb and simply nourish my own womb space on an ongoing basis more and more so to the best of my ability and continually nourishing that space more and more through my womb nourishing practices and the more i'm nourished and replenished and well rested the more my natural womb alchemy just takes place without me having to do anything effortlessly and easily. And pretty soon that seed of desire of whatever it is that I want to create in my relationship with my husband in our lives together comes into fruition. And it's through a partnership, you know, I can say, uh, share that desire with my husband. Usually I share at one time. He can be all for it. He could be completely resistant to it, um, not interested in it at all. But if I've planted that seed of desire, that desire is truly rooted in my womb guidance, my womb wisdom, there will come a time of, and, and the gestation period of it being in the dark is varied on these things, but there will come a time when suddenly my husband's all about it and it's happening and we're, it's doing it. Right. And 
I didn't insist on it. I didn't talk to him about it a whole bunch of times. I didn't do any of that. It just started happening when the time was right. I can list many, 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 many things <laughs> that have happened this way in our relationship. And it's very powerful. Now, the, you know, people might listen to this and say, oh, I'm encouraging women to remain silent and not speak up about what they want. If you remember, I said at the beginning that I will usually say, express my desire. I can give an example. Uh, a while ago, um, I was having the feeling that I wanted to get some kind of solar power. We don't own our own home. We live in a rental. It's a very good rental. Um, we've, we've possibly considered uh, purchasing our own home, but there's, like an, uh, there's a formula that you calculate your rental and the price of the home and whether or not it's actually worth it to buy a new home given the rental you have. And we haven't found one that, <laughs> we haven't found a, a, a purchasing option that makes were it worth giving up our rental? So at one point I was feel, really feeling this desire and this the wisdom in investing in some sort of solar power setup that would work at our rental. And I was looking into the options and I was showing them to my husband and he wasn't feeling it. He, it wasn't the time yet. You know, we didn't necessarily have the, res the resources available to make that big of an investment. So I planted that desire deep inside my womb. And there were plenty of other things to, to work on towards that end. You know, our, uh, there were many things to work on towards, towards that end that I could just work on on my own and that we worked on together um, that weren't, weren't directly working on that but on aspects that were preparatory for that. And I didn't necessarily think of all those things as preparations towards that, but that's what was happening. And just recently, uh, we were discussing, especially with our neighbors who are also renting in this, in this apartment complex, the fact that our um, local power company in response to the fact that the weather conditions uh, and that the fires, some of the fires recently have been, in combination with the weather conditions, have been caused by um, under-maintained electrical, uh, electric boxes and electric lines, poles and things that the company hasn't been able to keep up with maintaining and under the weather conditions that we have high winds and a lot of heat in the summertime uh, those electrical under maintained electric lines and boxes have been the culprit in and devastating wildfires in the in where we live and so the electric company's response to this i'm sure and I hope, <laughs> I need to look into that more, I hope that they are doing as much of the maintenance as they can to, to get everything safe and secure. But until that is the case, what they're doing is having rolling 
blackouts where they're shutting off the power when the weather conditions are are risky for some kind of power equipment failure and which would result in causing a fire so last summer we'd have a day here or a day there with no power but it wouldn't last more than uh, 12 hours this summer the news is that there may be power outages for numerous days in a row at a time and so we were all getting uh, t discussing this and how we might prevent what happened last year which was even in a 12-hour power outage things in the freezer were defrosting and like that so we're looking at all the different options and um, you know they were talking about a gas generator and this and that my husband has maintained and worked with gas generators and he doesn't want to do that again so he got in there and was looking all up on these um, solar power generators and I looked up a few like I just looked up one because he was talking about the gas generator and I'm like honey let's look at the solar power generators there's new technology being developed all the time and i started looking it up and and i was talking to somebody on a website who was going to design a specific system for us and he got all into the one that he was looking into and and sharing with me oh it's got this and it's got that and pretty soon he's ordering one they have a sale 25 percent off boom our our solar power electric system is in the mail <laughs> And this is like a year later after I initially planted that seed of wisdom that I knew this would be a, a smart thing to do. Before I knew I, that there were going to be power outages in our community because of this. So, so this is just one example of womb alchemy where that seed was planted it gestated it developed the circumstances presented themselves the time was ripe, and the situation uh developed in such a way that and and oh and the financial situation happened too like my one of my husband's big concerns was that that's a big invest investment and we'd been working on that over the past period of time and before he made the purchase you know the day before the sale was happening he was looking at our finances and saying oh my goodness look at this we've saved just this last month just the right amount to make this purchase great let's do it <laughs> so it just can be that easy for for things to move forward if we're just trusting like I like to liken it to a pregnancy where you're just trusting that that baby in your womb will know just the right time for that baby to be born. And so having that pleasurable moment of inspiration where the seed is planted and then letting that gestation happen in its own time whilst nourishing oneself and doing whatever is necessary to create um a happy nest for that baby to be born in so that process can be applied to anything that we're creating together in a partnership in a relationship and so those are just some of my reflections on 
womb alchemy in relationship. I hope this was helpful for you or inspiring to you in some way. And again, if you have reflections or experiences you'd like to share about womb alchemy in relationship, please uh, feel free to, to share them either in whatever platform you are listening to this on or join us on Facebook in the Womb Centered Healing Temple Facebook group or on Mighty Networks in the group of the same name, the Womb Centered Healing Temple. All right, I look forward to sharing more with you soon. Take good care.